0: Welcome to the Block and Roll podcast with me, and Manova and Pierre Cooper. In our third episode, we are going to talk about payments. We talked about cryptocurrency in our last episode, and this is almost like a fought-on episode. There is no point in holding any type of currency unless you can use it for payments.
1: Yeah, I mean, not even death
0: can stop paying, and paying for things.
1: <laughs> After all, when you die, you still have to pay the ferryman, right? Indeed. You can hold a currency
0: if you're in the hobby of collection. Yeah, a miser. That's what I would that's how I'd describe anybody who does that. Okay. On that note, let's roll. roll. Before we get right into the topic, let's get some brief news across the blockchain space. What have you got this week, Pierre?
1: Yeah, so news from around the block, I'm gonna call it, this section. Um, So since we uh, last were on air, I've been to the Blockchain Expo in London, which uh, I believe is now off to Amsterdam, according to my sources. (laughs) And for me, the key stories that come out of that uh, exhibition and and all the conversations I had with people around it was that it's the it's the collision between iot blockchain ai uh, that's really driving this so if we if i look at the startups that were, were that were exhibiting there and we're talking about their projects they're all um seeing blockchain as part of a bigger solution um, so if i can explain a little bit companies are sticking more and more data um, because they have IoT devices which have to generate data. and One of the things they're thinking about doing is putting this data on something like the blockchain uh, as a simple solution. So rather than having to store it in a central server, um, it's easy if you can put it onto the blockchain and then you can access it when it's needed. Um, the other thing I saw that was uh, really interesting was big ideas that were based around logistics. So there's a, there's a lot of talk about what can we use blockchain for, what's the best use for it. I saw some really good solutions around logistics, uh, ID food security, uh, and if you if you dig down a little bit below the surface of the marketing, um, really it's all about transparency and irrefutable proof.
0: Um, so, is, are there any interesting uh, projects you've come across in the IoT and logistics space? Any special use case that you uh, you would like to share with the audience?
1: Yeah, I mean, there was a company uh, that was using IoT and they were hardware devices, but they were putting it straight onto the blockchain. They were using two different flips basically to it. One was using it for security. One was using it as just basically a way to uh, put the data on there and make it easily accessible for people. Um, and the other one I saw that was really uh, interesting, I thought was just about food. So from my perspective, I was incredibly skeptical about the, the use of blockchain for food. So here, just to give you a kind of very high level picture of what the discussion is with blockchain for food the idea is that let's say you're a farmer in somewhere like africa and you're growing like cocoa beans or, or you're growing something that's going to be exported to a, a europe or something like that the, the standard way it's done now is middleman that does a, a lot of the he'll aggregate all the different farmers foods together and then they'll ship they'll it off to europe and it'll be processed somewhere the idea is we don't really know what that farmer has done is that farmer created organic cocoa beans or is that cocoa beans or is that anything uh, interesting about it it's very difficult to know, and one of the arguments that were put forward and I hear this all the time is this kind of proof of um proof of authenticity is it is it like uh is it is it something that's special so how can you prove that your organic product has got organic beans in it or organic source material well from my perspective, if you're going to cheat, whether you put it on the blockchain and cheat or not isn't changed doesn't change anything so i came into the conference with actually quite a a skeptical point of view of this so i attended quite a few few of these sessions and i talked to quite a few of the big people who were involved in it these are agri businesses not just small startups the small startups obviously are proposing the solution but the agri businesses that are there what they're talking about is really interesting they're they're saying yes they understand that people could still fake it so i could be a farmer in in like somewhere like honduras or whatever and i could be spraying my my bananas with um you know all these pesticides and then i i, I put on the blockchain yep yeah,
0: it's organic it's pucker and and we send it off to to the
1: uk or wherever
0: well at least the idea is in the future when you're at the dinner table you can click a button and know the sources That's, of your food through it, the blockchain exactly so this is what yes. the big
1: agri businesses were saying they weren't saying that yeah. what they were saying was that not that long ago last year i think it was there was a big scandal over beef what was happening was that people were selling donkey meat as dead donkey meat as as beef basically and they were putting it into it was going into lots of different types of foods no one was really sure what it had been used for because they couldn't trace it so what the big agri businesses were saying were not so much that they wanted to um prove that it was organic although that would obviously be a, a benefit as well it was that it was a transparency they could find out who the supplier was so if there is another scandal they know instantly have they been using that product so if you think about like these big Big companies like Nestlé or, or any of those type of companies—they have like ten layers deep of like suppliers. Ten, maybe more, twenty. Years. Who, who knows how many layers deep they have? They know like the first two layers or three layers. beyond that, they're you know they have no idea who the the, the guy on the, on the on the in the field picking the picking the beans is. Um, yeah. So for them, their point of view, they can instantly tell: have they been affected by any of these things?
0: Yeah, yeah. So obviously, um, companies that are genuinely producing these um, want to. put pick- Uh, put their data on blockchain right i'm sure people who are cheating they don't want to put on the blockchain well i I don't know from my Um,
1: perspective if i was going to con somebody the idea of uh, that somebody might think it's more secure and more um more authentic would be or a good more thing transparent
0: yeah right. so it's, it's all about transparency yeah, well
1: yeah so if, if i if i could if i could make if i could get it onto the blockchain if i could enter that data falsely onto the blockchain and, and then everybody assumes well, it's on the blockchain so it's got to be transparent it's got to be secure it's got to be authentic that means that gives me more cover almost i i mm. would think from a con man's point of view but that's
0: that's the old cynic in me <laughs> yeah you're always in a key. um that's very good um so, shall we get back to the topic at hand? Or Have you got anything else left? Just, just looks just like one
1: you one one more piece I wanted to talk about, okay, yeah, um, sure. if we've got time uh, which is um some really big news that is uh, around ethereum, and that there's going to be this idea to to basically it's 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 a way of making ethereum much quicker and optimizing it for scaling up yeah um so uh, as you're all probably aware when you have these very big blockchains like Ethereum or, or Bitcoin, they take a long time to form a consensus uh, um, because they have to. every node has to verify what's happened. Now what Ethereum is talking about is effectively partitioning um, the blockchain up and a node r- would be responsible for a particular partition. And that would mean that rather than everyone have to validate everything, you only have to validate your part. And that makes it so much quicker and it could have a yeah. massive impact and make Ethereum a much more useful
0: yeah. Solution and, and most of the projects out um, there now is based off Ethereum, isn't it? There's a so, lot, there's
1: a lot. Everyone is everyone looks at Ethereum as, as a, a better
0: solution, yeah. It's it's effectively marketed as um, as a platform for building decentralized applications, exactly called yeah. the apps, yeah.
1: Because you can build what's called these smart contracts, which is actually something that was also yes. really big at the uh, blockchain expo. I have to say, there okay. was a lot of stuff around uh, smart contracts, which is another thing that I was slightly skeptical of. Um, and and my mind wasn't put at ease by what people were saying about how they were going to use smart contracts. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, I'm sure now um, are all, uh, our audience are getting sceptical whether we're going mm-hmm. to talk about payments or not. Yeah. So let's get on to the topic of payments. Okay, I mean, that sounds good to me. So, Pierre, what makes a currency accepted for payment? Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting philosophical question, I think. Um, yeah, I, we want a practical um, answer. We're going
1: to get a practical answer in a second. First, let's, let's deal with Gone. the theory. So it could be argued that um, the reason we accept currency in, in, as a payment is if that we're confident we can see uh, it as valuable and you can realise that value easily. So it's a chicken and egg thing from my point of view, really. So people won't accept a currency for payment unless it's successful. Um, so that's And, that's, that's, and, that's and it won't be
0: successful unless people
1: start exactly. using it. Exactly, yeah. So um, if we take paper money, people were willing to accept it because they could easily exchange it for goods and services. so if we take an example, uh, I'm able to exchange pounds for gold for products in the in the supermarket uh, and I can you know it's accepted for a myriad of other services all around yeah. the world um, and that's what you know from my point of view is to give some value to the currency. Um, we have to be able to say that people can pay for things and use things easily so there's a, there's, a, there's a kind of point around being able to move out of that currency easy as well so I can move in from pounds to dollars to rupees to any currency around the world and that's that's a kind of thing of liquidity within the currency so the ability to be able to exchange yeah. it easily for other things get out in, in and out yeah. of that currency very quickly so
0: it's, it's about acceptance is that, is that what your point is yeah it's acceptance Yeah, so but it's, what, it's what makes
1: it what makes it acceptable then is the property
0: um, and the properties being liquid like well, being one of them is liquid so
1: the other one is the fact that we can uh, obviously it's it's the fact that I will I can value it easily because I can I can say well this this product this service whatever it is I can give it a value in that currency so something like you know my example always is oil oil is always valued in dollars it doesn't matter where you are in the world people always index oil as in dollars and the same goes for you know the ability to pay for things it's a really crucial thing that um, why will I accept it because I know I can then go and use that currency for other things.
0: Yeah, and also you know that it's actually you can use it in the future as well if you're holding it you're confident that you can give it to someone and someone will accept it as a payment exactly yeah so there's no risk if you hold on to it you don't have to get rid of it straight away i can hold dollars and i know tomorrow or the next day i'll be able yeah. to use them so it's, it's about bringing that confidence or having that belief in the market or in the society to and that's to use yeah, that, that, to, that, current that, it, what you've just said the belief part is
1: that thing that's so difficult as well because it's such a mm. kind of human factor into it why do people believe why do they trust something
0: yeah yeah of course currencies are where they are at the moment it's just because people believe that it's got value and it's, it will be accepted for payments and um uh, they can they they can pay for it they can hold it the value won't so sort of it wasn't that long ago
1: was it that currencies i used to be able to if not me but previous generations would be able to go and exchange that paper money for gold and that it used to be written on the notes themselves they'd say this is the, you know you can go to the bank of england and exchange this yeah. for uh, uh, the yeah. value in gold basically and that that's one of the reasons it was always stated that people were willing to accept paper money because the idea was it was backed by something real whereas obviously since the 70s basically we've we've moved away from that concept of being backed by any physical asset uh, but people have, still have confidence in money because they're still able to pay for things
0: yeah of course there is also government backing as well yeah, right. People believe that, you know, government will be able to back their, whatever they hold in case, if there is a problem, uh, whatever it might be. So, Kieran, going back to your practical example, in
1: terms of cryptocurrencies, what do you think would make them acceptable as a payment?
0: One of the key areas will be international payments. This is the area that will help the cryptocurrencies take off the ground. So first, let me explain the current system for payments The main system that's used for payments is called SWIFT. It is through this system money is converted between different currency pairs and transferred to different accounts internationally, which means I can transfer money from UK bank account to a bank account in US or in, in, in India. So I can transfer pounds and can get dollars or Indian rupees on the other end. And international payments take long time. As it stands at the moment, it can take minimum of a day to three or four days and the commissions by banks and the exchange rates makes it expensive as well that's a long time and that's like
1: you know it's one of those things where i guess it's like when you look at opportunities if there's something that's like you know is is it could be speeded up if there's obviously fat on the bone effectively because they're taking huge commissions and and the yes. transaction costs and it
0: sounds like that's ripe for a new technology to come in and pick yeah, it basically. It's, it's a perfect place to, to be replaced by something that's more secure and very fast. Uh, and if you're making payments online, then you have providers such as PayPal uh, and you can use your credit card which are provided by Visa, MasterCard, American Express, etc. And they all take significant percentage from every transaction you make. It's quite a ropey system, isn't it? At the moment, as
1: far as I understand how international payments work, basically it's all kind of glued together with um, Heath robertson style blue tack and sellotape, effectively.
0: Yeah, although it does seem to work yeah. from a business, from a, from a commercial and a business standpoint. Um, as a consumers, we 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 are not much affected, but the yeah. businesses actually pay a lot of a lot of percentage, and effectively that percentage is actually passed to the consumers. Yeah. So we don't we only see the retail price, but that retail price is included with the commissions that the retailers have to pay uh, for these credit card companies and banks. It always comes back to us paying. Uh, Always, man. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas with cryptocurrencies, the payments can happen within minutes to anywhere in the world. And you still have commissions to pay between. But the idea is they will be minimal just to keep the network going.
1: So, I mean, that sounds, what you're saying to me sounds absolutely reasonable i mean if if i was when i work i don't expect to then wait three days or something for urgent bills to be paid um because my bank hasn't bothered to put the money in my account after i've been paid i wouldn't expect to wait a long time so why would anyone else in you know yeah. you're an employee, if you work for another country or you know working in another country why would you expect that
0: yeah if your employer is in a different country or you're in a different country mm. and if whenever your employer pay employer pays you just want to be, you want to get the money immediately in your bank account, like just just like how you're in the same country. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And if, if you were, the reason presumably people are sending money back to their families overseas is because their families need it. So why would their families want to wait, you know, <laughs> you know, a long period of time for the money to come through? I guess they need it maybe even more than we would need it here. Yeah, of course. Yes. Okay. Well, that's really interesting. But say I actually
0: wanted to get paid with cryptocurrencies. How does it actually work, Kieran? So to understand, um, we need to understand how the current system works, which is fairly simple. For example, you you want to transfer some dollars or pounds uh, to your friend's account. So you just ask their bank account number or... I prefer it the other way around. I prefer it when they transfer it to my account. Uh, I I know that that's your preference. (laughs) uh, um, But mind you, you have to pay back, isn't it? Which you don't. Um, Run away! (laughs) So... um, you put the bank account details uh, of the other person's bank account details uh, through your bank account, um, mostly it's online these days, uh, you hit transfer and the bank checks whether you have enough money to transfer and then it will deduct the money from your account and put in the other person's account. So cryptocurrencies also work in a similar fashion on the high level in terms of how it's deducted and transferred. But behind the scenes, from a technical perspective, things are very different.
1: And I think this is the kind of thing that people will want to understand in some detail because it's something that can make people quite nervous, isn't it, if they don't understand how it works. It's something that is a barrier. because there's, Because there's a technical yes. element to this, it can act as a barrier as well
0: yeah the well, the whole word crypto itself yeah. is um, its not helpful uh, it's <laughs> a bit daunting, yes, and assigning that crypto word to currency right i'm sure um yeah it's it's um it's a very daunting thing um so let me explain to you um how that works. If I have to transfer cryptocurrency to you, then I have to open an account with the cryptocurrency exchange and this as, is
1: this is really important. these are the key players in this
0: whole. yes yes so uh, you've got exchanges such as uh, coinbase and bittrex etc when you open an account with these exchanges they will assign you a unique string of alphabets and numbers which is your account address that that's your account Uh, and you pass on this address this alphanumeric long string to the person who wants to transfer you uh, the cryptocurrency at the moment you'll have a different address for a different type, you have different addresses for different types of currencies and different types of exchanges. Mm-hmm. So if you're using Bitcoin on Coinbase, you have an address to transfer Bitcoin on Coinbase. If you're using Bittrex, you have a different address for Bitcoin on there. So it's all very different. Mm-hmm.
1: But at the end of the day, when, when we say some of, the, some of the terms we're using, at the end of the day, they, they're nothing beyond saying there's a unique, um, you're, you've got a unique ID, basically, isn't it? So I mean, we yes. can use terms like alphanumeric, like you did, or we can use things like saying very long strings of um, letters and numbers, whatever. It's it's almost it doesn't really matter that it's it's that it's the same as you would have anyway. Everyone has to have a unique address effectively for you to get post delivered to your house otherwise you know your neighbor would end up with your post which would be probably a good thing for me but you know (laughs) all the bills go to
0: my neighbor thanks Derek you can pay them (laughs) Um, so um, at this point the currency is stored in the exchange so if you're using exchange obviously uh, the exchange will get your money and they will store just like how the bank stores mm -hmm. your money Uh, the exchanges store your money Um, There is a big risk of storing currencies uh, in an exchange uh, as they have become a target for hackers. It's because basically, aren't we working against the whole ethos of
1: cryptocurrencies? Because if you think about exchanges, we're creating creating central points again that rely on trust, which is the whole point that cryptocurrencies were set up to get away from having central points. Decentralization was the key ethos and now we're coming back to
0: centralizing things. Um, I guess it's it's only in terms of um, I believe in terms of the storage, so someone someone has to hold, and and that's why you don't need to put things on 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 the exchanges. You don't need to use you can use exchanges for transfer. They work as a medium for transfer, but it's not necessary that you leave those currencies on the exchanges. But I think the argument would be that they're a single entity, so it's like as
1: opposed to if it was a decentralized exchange where there would there yeah. be no central point. That would be the ultimate, I guess. Kind of idea. If you were to take the ethos of cryptocurrencies, you'd have a, a decentralized currency with a decentralized exchange. I guess.
0: Yeah, you don't need to store the, your currency on exchanges, um, and that's where wallets. Um, that's why wallets exist. You hold a wallet, and this is where you store your cryptocurrency. When you're paid through cryptocurrency, you can take them off from an exchange and put them in your wallet. Mm-hmm. It is like someone transferred you money and you go to the bank and you withdraw your money and safely put it in your physical wallet. Yeah, yeah. Um, And you can chuck it under your mattress. Um, That's what you do, I know. It's
1: the equivalent of chucking it under the mattress, basically,
0: isn't it? Yes, yeah. Uh, There are a few types of wallets, um, such as a USB wallet, which is a USB stick, Mm -hmm. that can store your cryptocurrency, uh, or a desktop or a mobile wallet, which is a desktop or a mobile application that can be installed. Um, or a web wallet so it's like there's there's there's
1: ones you can have online or ones you can have offline so there's, isn't there kind of a recommendation around this would we say I mean so I my understanding is that there's a kind of recommendation for offline like holding things offline basically to, to ensure you don't get hacked basically is the best way
0: well the best thing is actually um, um, write your cryptocurrencies on a paper and then store it uh, somewhere very secret that nobody can access um, yeah. however we would recommend to you to have a usb stick yeah that's, okay. that's the offline
1: exactly the offline thing. i mean that's that's yeah. the uh, obviously the best way to um, if you have a usb version of it i mean what you've said makes a lot of sense to me in terms of the mechanics of it but i guess from most people's point of view it won't just be understanding how you can you know exchange the money for a, a, a local currency but also what you can do with it then and the good news is that there's actually lots of places that accept cryptocurrency at the moment so Overstock, Expedia, eGifter, Newegg, Shopify, Dish they're all accepting cryptocurrencies as a form of payment and those merchants behind the scenes are using the exact method that you talked about Kieran to, to then obviously get the... Yeah
0: yeah the payment effect yeah which establishes that cryptocurrencies c- can work in principle but there are many practical problems there are yeah, yeah so which will probably be solved down the line uh, down the line in the I mean, future the key point, I guess to get across in this
1: discussion is that this is still a very immature market, and there's lots of things coming down the road that will change
0: this, yeah at the moment, the technology is being proven mm-hmm, yeah, that it can work mm-hmm. but the practical the practical side of things is something that that the that the industry is trying to figure out just like how mobile phones are invented as a as a technical aspect first as a as a form of actually gsm was rubbish anybody's (laughs) i mean those those bricks people used to carry around you see the pictures of them but i know we never had that but i mean you see pictures of people carrying around these massive bricks basically and of course now you can see mobile phones are everywhere and you have a phone adequate as well. Yeah. There are different forms of communication within phones. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a long way to go. Uh, but as I said, right, it's um, it's, the, it's the problems in practice. Yeah, I mean,
1: I think I think from my point of view though, one of the things that it, it is interesting, and this comes out of what we were talking about earlier, a bit about the expo, was that um I was listening to a talk given by Deutsche Bank. And Deutsche Bank were basically saying, yeah, this is, Bitcoin, those kind of currencies, they're a good first start. But they're no use to us, basically, because they just don't pass. Of course, the, banks don't like yeah. uh,
0: cryptocurrencies, isn't it? I wouldn't But
1: Deutsche Bank is, um, is like a, a, an investment bank as well. So they were they were really looking for other types of cryptocurrencies, actually, to get involved with that they could use because their clients are interested in it. They want to provide it as a form of investment, potentially. Um, yeah. So, But one of the things they were saying was that it's at, at the moment, it's just not possible for them to do that because of the the regulations around money laundering the regulations that the government's put on them basically um which actually might not be as um yeah. difficult as they think to to abide by but um they're looking at stability in currencies and, and the future currencies that are coming out like mit have a couple of big currencies coming out and you know other things like yeah. that so i mean we've just been talking about the future of cryptocurrencies in terms of what Uh, investment banks are looking at but i mean there's there's a number of things that you need to think about in terms of what's happening at the moment with in terms of payments one of the reasons that deutsche bank and a lot of the uh, banks were picking out uh, the problem with bitcoin was obviously around the volatility of the currency so one of the successes of bitcoin has been the fact that people are going into the currency and holding it basically and investing in it but that obviously means that as the currency gains in value it becomes less easy to use it as a form of payments
0: yeah it's it's, it's seen as a more like an investment vehicle exactly yeah. uh, rather than enabling the, the payments or cryptocurrencies to be widely used as a mainstream uh, currency exactly and, and this is one of the things as well is that um, one of the problems with cryptocurrencies
1: is that people don't want to accept the volatility so they're using as we said earlier they're using the local currency as a way to um, value things so they're saying pay me in cryptocurrencies but pay me in the value of us dollars or to the the value of us dollars so that in a year's time they don't want to have to worry about um, volatility because if i do work for someone the last thing i want to do in a year's time is find that the value i'm getting paid is half what i expect to get paid that's not yeah that's not reasonable
0: yeah yeah, from that perspective uh, um cryptocurrencies is um is not doing really well uh, as long as people see it as an investment. Um, it's very difficult to get a mainstream. Uh, but however, uh, it's a, it's a, I, I see it as a good way for cryptocurrencies to gain popularity. Mm-hmm. As people are seeing it as a valuable asset, people want to have it, and probably I have a feeling that the eventual step would be as this, this will get mainstream from then on. So it's just like Kitties, in? just everyone it's just like a crypto kitty thing anything you put to crypto that's going to take a boom
1: (laughs) (laughs) so I mean one of the answers to this as you will know is the uh, use of what they're calling like peg currencies like tether and all those kind of things and that was that's that was one of the things that was discussed quite widely as well. This idea that you would you would have like a, a cryptocurrency. Let's imagine it like a, uh, that would have exactly the same value, like one to one relationship with the US dollar. So you always knew what it would be valued at because it would be the same value as the US dollar. Well, that's it. That 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 looked like a really people were talking about that as a, a solution to payments, basically. But I don't know how how well that will work either.
0: It's effectively um, crypto dollar. Yeah, it sounds
1: to me. Yeah, it is a crypto dollar. But the problem with that is that. In in the UK, we entered something that was called the Exchange Rate Mechanism, and the idea of the ERM was that we would keep our currency within a range to the other currencies in Europe. And the idea was that before current countries entered what was called what is called the euro, they would have uh, some kind of way of stabilizing their, their currency so they wouldn't be all over the place. The problem is that if you set up these or ranges or pegs or anything you're also setting up the the opportunity for people like george soros to come along and speculate on your currency and
0: make huge amounts of money huge amounts of money that's just one instance there are not that many george soros who made billions overnight isn't it well there were quite a lot of people who made a lot of money from because the bank of england kept saying
1: no we're going to back it we're going to back it and then you know obviously they gave in yeah, in the end yeah but i mean i think i think that's one of the limitations of these tethering ideas and these I heard a lot of people talking at the expo about tethering or or peg sorry I should probably say pegging or or keeping the currency within ranges I think you are just if it is successful it's going to go up in value and then you're going to once it breaks that peg once it breaks that range it then
0: I think we've talked about this in, the, in in one of the episodes as, as well what I was saying is um, it will at, at the moment it's fluctu- it, it is fluctuating the volatility is really mad but there will be a point where It will stick to a certain value within a certain range, and it'll probably be around that range. Uh, A good example was gold. When gold was used um, um, was used for pegging or was used as a currency, uh, what was the value of gold? It's it's very difficult to say. I think at some point, you know, the value of gold has gone up and up, and then it stabilised. Now it actually fluctuates at a certain range. It's it's not as volatile as it was in the past, or it's not as volatile as cryptocurrencies yeah i mean gold is not gold is definitely
1: not as volatile as cryptocurrencies but i still think um i still i and th- i think from the from what I was talking about with people who were who were there there was a lot of there's a lot of questions still around these issues and nobody really has an answer yet there was as i said that one of the things that they picked out one of the key things they picked out was MIT are looking to develop this new currency. But from what I could gather about how the mechanics of it worked, it was another kind of idea mm-hmm. of ranges, basically, keeping the currency in a range. Um, yeah. But we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, the good news about this, as we've said, is that this is in its infancy. And really, we're going to see a lot of developments in the future. And the exciting part is what's coming rather than what is at the moment, I think.
0: Yeah, as you can see, money, currency, they are, they are very important things uh, for the societies uh, to develop or for nations to develop. Um, so it's very difficult to give any definitive answers as how this is going to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm, sh- I'm confident that we will, we will figure out something. Just to summarize this episode, payments is about acceptance and
1: belief. And there are some really good examples of how they can be used, like your example of international payments. Which can be faster and cheaper, potentially. Yeah. And,
0: but it's as we kind of emphasize, this is still the early days. And I think there's a lot more to come you can be paid or pay using cryptocurrencies uh, through an exchange uh, by opening an account uh, with an exchange you can store your cryptocurrencies in a wallet
1: yeah i mean i think we've really kind of brought it together now so thank you for that thank you for listening we'd love to hear from you you can contact us at our twitter feed BC
0: Podcast 2 which sounds like a cryptocurrency address or
1: our website
0: theblockandroll.com which sounds great Please contact us if you'd like to be on the show
1: or if you'd like to contribute something to the show. Remember, if you'd
0: like to leave any comments.
1: We will be uploading information to our website all the time. So that's that's always going to be there as well. So please check it out. And remember to keep, keep it, it block, block and roll. roll.